We open to a beautiful countryside. Behind the countryside, as we pan over the open, lush, green, familiar planet, we see the, the beautiful skyline of Karabat. And we zoom in on a small cabin on a little bit of land on the outskirts of town. We see inside the kitchen is a cute little galley kitchen um, with a pot of tea whistling on the stove. And from the other room sits a barrel stomached, a little bit of a beer gut, Mr. Runo Pratt in a rocking chair. And in one hand, he has a data pad and he uh, is looking down at his glasses at the data pad, refreshing the screen. And he's nervously staring at the data pad. We hear from the other room in the kitchen, his wife come out and greet him and she puts her hands on her shoulders and she whispers in his ear, do not worry. It's coming, don't worry. It'll be here soon. Runa leans back and he grabs her hand and just says, I know, I know, I know. Everything I've done for in my life, I've worked, worked towards this point. And I just, I want a good life for you and me. I want a good life for our daughter. This is the one, this will do it for us. And she looks endearingly back at him and just says, then you need to trust. You need to trust that things will turn out okay. They always have. We've always, we've always found a way to take care of ourselves. And just as she finishes talking, a notification shows up on the screen of the data pad, a digitized envelope that says new message from Edge Corp. for our Edge Corp contractors sit in the humming vessel um, recovering for sure um, getting a little bit of rest and um, as they head out of the solar system uh, 
Could I get who is piloting? Could I could I hear who's piloting the ship right now? PP? PP11. PP is our PP. resident pilot, isn't he? That's I fine. So. Can I get a nav check for you, sir? <clears throat> piloting? A piloting check, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I got a 16. Okay. Nice. So you successfully plot a course. Um, what do I have to get? Abs. What? What do I? What's the? Do I get to know the DC? So every time you get it, it is a DC 10 check for this check. Um, every oh. time you get over 15, you said you oh. get a plus one. Well, I like made up the off. rule that I said. What the hell? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, so you're lying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was going uh, well, to sound more ridiculous. Successful bluff check against the DM. Yeah, though, you so. actually kicked my butt there, but it will take you Hair through point. the drift this many days to get to Absalom Station. Five. Five days. days. Five days through the drift. Um, Five days. So, Boring. So PP-11 successfully navigates and uh, plots a course for Absalom Station. You are now en route to Absalom Station and we need to figure out what we're gonna do with this cash money. Um, in order to, uh, so I was mistaking last time, um, and this may this may tip you one way better. Um, the the amount of money that you have is it, you can pay Runo and still get Edge Corp some money. His cut is not as much as as what is going back to the the corporation, mm. but it will be significantly less. So you will you can successfully pay off Runo and get a little bit back to the corporation. It just won't be much. They'll obvious you'll obviously be short. And the the amount of money that you're short by is like you wouldn't have to work here if you had that much money to like make up the difference. Makes sense. Yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot. So you mean we wouldn't have to work here? It's a small like, like for if us. you if you were like, oh, we'll just make up the difference and pay the corporation back. Oh, I it's see, gonna I see. be like oodles of cash. It was fifty tons worth of this like rare fruit. You know, okay. much like a quart of raspberries yeah. cost. Like that. So kind of our our choices are are what either either this what you just described, pay Runo his bid. And then whatever's left, give to Edgecorp or give, give all to Edgecorp. To Edgecorp Correct. Full and amount. And none to Runo. Yes. Do so not deduct are, those Runo's. Are, pay. Okay. Those are our two options. Mm-hmm. Then. Okay. Uh, yeah. Joni, Joni, like, adjusts in her in her seat. And you, you see she kind of, like, lifts, like, moves her, like, black denim jacket over and her, like, white... Um, t-shirt under it is just like soaked in blood from the giant like hole the giant gash from where she was like impaled and she's just still like really roughed up from that she's like well looks like we got two options as much as I wasn't a fan of Runo and the Pratt business don't have a lot of love for Edgecorp either. 
I've heard a lot of shady stuff they've done, and I know I'm working for them. It's my first gig. But... I've seen too many times the little guy getting screwed over by the big guy, by the big corporation. If I have anything to say about it, that old man's going to get his cut. And you can report me to management if you want. But that's just how I roll. That's my, that's my vote on what we do here. And she like slumps back down. Uh, look, a job's a job. I don't really care. Or at least I usually don't. But I gotta say, I'm with Joni on this one. A lot of scumbags on Castrovel. I don't think Pratt's one of them. That's all I gotta say. Beep boop. No qualms. I'm good with the decision. The money should go to the one who did the work. Then it's settled. Well, I think you got your answer. In the galley, there is a computer um, that uh, Darkstar, you're familiar with using. Um, and I. Uh, <clears throat> this is where you can make the transaction. So with that that idea settled, um, you guys uh, successfully disperse the funds to Runo Prap um, using that computer. Uh, the amount is deducted uh, from from the total, and the remaining funds are sent then to Edge Corp. And there's a little notification that pops up on the screen with a big green check mark that says, um, thank you for uh, doing business with Edge Corp. Um, and it's like, has like a little, little it's like very well branded, um, gives a little like, ba-ding sound and then disappears. So you have successfully, with that, you have successfully completed your first um, job uh, on, as a group here uh, for Edge Corp. Terika has told you to meet her back in Absalom Station if you don't have any messages from her. And upon being at the PC, uh, there is no new messages. You've only been on Akiton for a day. Um, so no, no new messages have come through from her. So our course is still set towards um, Akiton. We are back Absolutely. on board the ship. Um, I have posted in the Discord a, a key map, like a map key for the actual ship. Um, and each one of those uh, little uh, on the bridge sections where it says pilot stations, caption, captain stations, science officer station, those are all um, roles that you can sit in and, and be a part of on the ship, uh, either inside or outside of combat. Um, but uh, if there's something that you want to do on board, that may be one of the stations that you end up using. And I'll just let you know which ones that is. There's also, I could put in a list of um, uh, the stations on the ship. It's called crew locations. Hold on. Zach, can you also uh, remove this ghosty boy from 
our ship. He makes oh, me uncomfortable. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let me get Walk that guy. Just looking he's at actually him makes freaking, me nervous. <laughs> he's here right now, weirdly. Nah. He's with you. Get him but is there gone. anything now? Now is the time to rest. Is there anything that you all would like to do on board? Take a hot shower. Clean yeah. my cloak. Um, I need to rest for, let's see, healing. And we can cut this, but I need to gain six HP, which would be three days of 24 hour bed rest. So thematically, I think, um, unless there's something pressing, Joni's just gonna like go to her quarters and just crash for three days straight. (laughs) How many days do we have? Five. Five, yeah. Five and you gain two a day? Mm. Yeah, you get two a day. If it's 24 hours. Yeah. yeah, So yeah, Ursa will just uh, do self-care the entire time and gain back 10. What's self-care? No, he's just going to rest for 24 hours. Yeah, well, he's going to rest. He's going to meditate and he's going to, you know, sharpen his spear. He's going to do his exercises. He's going to... Okay, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. Yeah. You're not doing anything. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Now, I'm just giving it. I'm just giving it some more flavor. I'm gonna I'm we, describing Ursan's routine. Okay, you're put. You're putting the ramen packet in the ramen. Self care. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> we uh, do need people to take turns piloting so that PP11 is able to sleep. And again, me and, nope, can, me and PP can, can switch off. I've also got a two piloting, and I okay. can use a resolve point to get my stamina back. So, and I'm Super. only down one hit point. So how, you only need what? What? How much health? I only need one hit point. Okay, great. So between you two, are you sitting in an okay spot, Jackson? Yes. Keep you eleven. Beep boop. And do you just gain um, back resolve and stamina by resting? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, cool. Did anybody want to look up uh, anything about the Kulans or Akitan in general? Just yeah, I, yeah. I will when I'm on my break. Do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Me and or Dark will take shifts looking up different things. Okay. And we'll just run and tell the other two who are resting when we find anything interesting. Uh, okay, so if you want to look some stuff up, you're going to need to give me that freaking... Um, I believe it's a computer's check. Oh, you can also take 20 just by spending two minutes investigating the topic. <laughs> That's easy peasy. So what do you want you to look up specifically? You want to look up the, the people? Who, who Who is doing this right now? Oh, sorry. If you guys are alternating, if you want to do it on your break, PP11, I'll let you do it. Okay. I want to look up La Shunta and then... Um, Wait, it, it's and uh, the planet. Akiton. Yeah, Akiton. Okay, you want to look up Lashunta? Isn't that what they were? Kulans. Sorry, Kulans. I was like, I was like, I was thinking, I was thinking Lashunta, but that's a <laughs> that's a race. Um, yes. yes. Okay. That's what I look up. All right. I want, I want the most general knowledge first. Go. Okay. Yeah. So general knowledge, you know, and you're going to spend some time doing this. No check needed. It's just a desert world atmosphere. There's low gravity. So there was something that you felt when you guys were walking around a little bit was that you did your shoulders hurt a little bit less. Um, nothing that was like, you know, you weren't jumping to the moon or anything. Um, but uh, they um, 
this economy initially was was driven around this uh, fuel source called uh, Thasteron, and uh, that is it like powered sublight space travel. But as soon as the drift was discovered, Akiton became completely obsolete. So this was an old way of getting around fast. It's the difference between fossil fuels and electric engines that are just as good, if not better. And that kind of like happened in Akiton, like stopped being useful for really anything. Um, but there are like their home to the forearm shop pods that you guys fought. That's like their natural planet. The Halki, um, which is like Ainsley, folks like that. A um, couple of, uh, there's like lizard, lizard like, um, it's Ikeshtis, Ikeshtis, sorry, Ikeshtis, Ikeshtis. Can I give a language of origin, please? Ikeshti. Please, please spell it Ikeshti. Your word is Ikeshti. Can I have a language of origin, please, Mr. DM? The language of uh, whatever that is guy was Ikeshtis. speaking in the, uh, the shirt shop. <laughs> Ikeshti. Uh, I K E. Uh huh. Uh. S. Uh huh. Uh. Ikeshti. Ikeshti. Uh, H T I. Ikeshti. Correct. Hey. That is correct. <laughs> hero big, point. Big crowd. Your parents are Jeff. Hero point. Um, <laughs> by the way, all of you did get hero points for the way that you Holy. handled the encounter, Urson starting the ship, and everybody running and literally saving lives. Literally saving wow. lives. So wow. add Damn. those to your point buckets, as well as the many ways that you guys kind of handled the situation on Akiton to begin with, with selling to a third party vendor. Ooh, howdy. Um, and, and the pitches that you gave, because those were tremendous. Um, oh, I already had a hero point. I didn't even realize that. Oh, dude. Uh, Shoot. The Hive Market uh, is located at the base of Ka, it's called the Pillar of the Sky, uh, but it extends through the subterranean oh, lava tubes and into the mountain itself. There's like dust storms that strike uh, in the city, and if raiders attack, everybody just goes underground, like in, in the city, the Hive Market. They just retreat underground. So there's a full portion of the city that you didn't even know about. Um, the Kulans, the patrol this hive market. They are, they look like ghosts, they're not. They're rare kinds of fae. They don't interfere with legitimate business, but they enact justice on like the law of the land. So they like have their own set of rules and they just enforce on the city. Um, and they are a dying species. This is the highest piece of information you can gather. Uh, they gather deep underground where the volcanic temperatures are too extreme for anyone else to survive. And that's where they just like live. They live like on in, under volcanic rock. So that is why when you stabbed mm. it with the um, little flare, it didn't do anything. But that is all that you can discover about the little the little purple fey creatures. Okay. Jeez. So everyone is uh, sleeping, resting, getting ready to get on Absalom Station. And charging. Charging their batteries. And um, Darkstar, you are, uh, it is It is late into the evening. You're sitting in the driver's seat. It's like 3 a.m. And... Uh, you're kind of nodding off, trying to pay attention, making sure that everything's okay. 
Um, and the lights begin to flicker on board. And uh, you kind of wake up. You like jolt yourself out of, of kind of like a half asleep, half awake um, state and see the supercomputer in front of you. The navigation system um, is like glitching. It's like it's like the digital screen is starting to like bl- like blitz and lines are cutting across it like a graphics card is failing um, and things are just like weirdly, weirdly flickering. And you fuck? are the only one awake. Are the, are the comms working? You can try. What uh, day is this? Four. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna hit the hit the comms button, um, and try to say, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, PP, something weird going on with the navigation. Can I get some help? Do I hear here? that? Yeah, you do. Um. It, you hear pretty much all of it. It just like kind of cuts like it like in the middle, but you hear it all. Pee pee wakes wakes up and he says, "Pee poop." Uh, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming over. I head over to where he. I put on some pajama pants, <laughs> and then I head over. Great, you make it to the bridge. While you're walking over there, you too notice the. It's the entire galley is flickering lights are flickering on the ship and it's like it's like cutting for a few seconds and then everything's back on and then it like slowly like twitters out again and then it's back on we got more ghosts up in here <laughs> i don't know what God. the hell's going on hey you take over really quick i can do it oh shit i do a search on the computer but i'm sure i'm not gonna be able to do anything with it turning off and on like this so uh to to do something um, if you wanted to like figure out what's going on, you uh, you would know to look at the ship's like in, like the engineer station. Um, it's like the the science officer station. Sorry, which is like in the bridge, so you can stay in the bridge. There should be a computer where you can kind of figure out like diagnostics of the ship. Yeah, I'll do that then. I'll move over to the science office. <clears throat> I'll do that then. I'm going to move over to the science officer station and I'll uh, okay. figure out what's going on here. Uh, he pops out in the pilot seat and says, "Ah, it's good to fly again." You've <laughs> <laughs> been asleep for like three hours. Yeah, <laughs> like ah, oh, happy to be back in the chair. <laughs> got a piping hot. And I say, live, you know what? Why don't, I just, why don't I just multitask? And then I pull out a charging cable and plug it in <laughs> to like the USB by the driving wheel and plug it into my leg. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> Pulls out a piping hot up. cup of uh, crude oil to sip on. <laughs> <laughs> Synthetic oil. Do, does do androids have to sleep? Or do they have to charge? Uh, it yeah. I, I was looking that up. It, it says they get like a plus two against sleep effects, but I think they they do still have to sleep at some. Oh, point, okay. So. That's funny though. Give me an engineer's check, Dark Star. I can do that. I can do that. I've got a plus eight. Twenty three. So you open up, you open up the, uh, like energy levels. The first place to check is like the, is the power cell operating functionally? Um, and, uh, you can identify with that check that 
you are losing energy. Your ship is losing energy. And you can trace the actual, like, suctioning of the energy, like, to something outside the ship. Oh, my God. There like a, like, is there like a scan or like a like a perimeter ability to look at like what's going on outside? If there's anything on top of our ship, like latched on. Uh, or... bogey, bogey scan. Yeah, uh, bogey yes. scan. Do we have a bogey yes. scan? We do. Yeah. All right, yes, I, pre so... I press the bogey scan button. <laughs> okay. It's it's a check, so you'll have to get in and make sure that like, get, like getting everything operating functionally to view that is going to be another check. It'd be a computer's check to do that. I can do well, that. Can you do that, PP? Do you, you have do computers that. check? Do you have Wait, computers? PP? I'm I'm driving. Oh yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> Who's, I, who's I, driving? I, the I say I say I want to press that bogey button. I want to press that bogey button. But you know my hands on this wheel, Tim and too. So I need you to get the bogey button. Beep boop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, my bad. I'll hit yeah, I'll hit the bogey button. Don't Sorry, I'm about. just I'm just I'm irritated. <laughs> I'm at like 40%, man. I'm at like 40% power right now. 28 for the bogey button. 20? 28. Oh, 20 button. to the bony bucket. 20, 28. Bony bucket. Bony bucket. Bony bucket. The 28. <laughs> so, yeah. So you adjust uh, the sensors. You align everything to kind of give proper reading. And a scan goes out across the ship. And you identify how many bogeys. Four. Oh. Small, small size, probably about yay long, two feet maybe. Little creatures that are said to live in the drift. And these are known as drift leeches. And they actually clamp on to the outside of ships in the drift and drain the engines of power. So much so that they will continue draining until your life support systems are no longer functioning. The uh, are they common? They are relatively common. Yes. So what is you the know, standard you know way of getting rid of them? What? What is the standard way of getting rid of them? In most operating vessels, most starships will have some sort of maybe mounted gun or something that you could blast off the side. Um, however, for the BD-514, there are no arms on board. But you do know that every standard issue edge corp cargo ship little transport ship that you have even in the small series which is what you're currently piloting has a a, a minimum number of suits no, in the airlocks that you could wear equipped with gravity like pulsing boots oh. that will keep you stuck on the side of the ship while operating outside this is amazing. TB11 <laughs> says, I I kind of want to go. I really like, you know, getting to walk in space and, and the drift. I, that would be pretty fun. <laughs> Wait, you, you're, you're volunteering to go stand on top of the ship while we are traveling through the drift and beep bop these beep boops on the sides of our ship. Yeah, I'm thinking it'd be kind of tight. 
Do we have to like shut off the engines for a sec to knock them off? I'm sure we can't. Like we're going really fast through space, right? I mean, yeah, but there's no friction in space. Yeah, because it's in vacuum. So like, as just, long as you stay tethered, like yeah. we're all traveling at. If we if you were to jump off the side of the ship, you would keep traveling beside the ship at the same speed because there's no friction. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> You're playing Joni's job, Joni. You've never been outside of a spaceship. You've never stuck onto the outside. These are old men that are just like, yeah, that happens sometimes. Driv leeches. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless the ship is accelerating, you know, faster than you would be. Like as you're out there. Sure. Yeah. 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 But like, if you keep course, you'll all be fine. Um. Should we wake up the others, or I mean, I nah. can do. It I can try to do it by myself. Yeah, yeah, I can go for it. Ursa <laughs> can't fit in the in the suit. Jody would be scared. Let's just do it. What? No, of course not. Everyone gets a suit. <laughs> Jody would be scared. Is that what you just said? You're asleep. You didn't hear it. <laughs> okay, I put on a suit. I put the boots to the ground. Okay. Okay. So we have people sleeping. Uh, <laughs> Ursan is in the uh, quarters on the left side. Joni on the right. And we have Darkstar and, uh, <laughs> and Aaron. Damn it. <laughs> and uh, PP11 up in the, the captain's quarters. So you're going to go suit up. Here, your, suit your up. airlocks are on both sides of the ship on the number six button here on the map. And you will just need to suit up, go in there, and then open the airlock. Step out. Here we go. <laughs> Are they going to hear us open the airlock and wake up? Uh, no, because it'll be on the inside. It'll be fine. You'll have it's a double. It's like a double door. <laughs> All right, I'm hit my comms. Hey, PP, if anything goes haywire out there, you let me know. Okay. Yeah, I'll Don't give you the old boop, boop. boop. I'll Don't give you the old boop boop. Okay. Good. Good luck out there. Boop. Okay. And just like that, like the decompressing begins in the 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 airlock chamber. Um, and just as soon as everything everything goes incredibly silent for PP eleven, um, as he kind of gets sucked out into the vacuum. Like he doesn't get sucked out of the vacuum. Sorry, as the as he opens, <laughs> he gets ripped. The airlock is not working properly. Silent. Everything is silent. <laughs> But you're able to, how this airlock operates is you are going to be stepping on the side of the ship. And since there is no up or down on the outside of the space, the anti-gravity allows you to easily step out onto the side of the ship at like a 90 degree angle, looking down the side of the ship. And with every step, your shoes like attach themselves to the vessel. And there's readings down in your boots that allow you to freely walk on the and, and there's like it's like auto safety built into where one has to always be touching so you're never going to just get like cool. whacked off unless you run out of energy for some reason if you get leached you know yeah jackson are you are you just like gonna pop these with your laser pistol or what this is the plan it's not gonna hurt the hull is it my little, uh, I, I don't. No. I don't think a pistol can actually damage a, a yeah, ship a like that. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. 
Like, to be, these ships have to be able to enter and exit orbit. Like, a little laser pistol ain't gonna do shit. Ain't gonna do shit. Ain't, ain't gonna, gonna do, do shit. <laughs> Unless these drift creatures just happen to be incorporeal and also immune to fire. Oh my god. If we fight anything or incorporeal again, I'm booking it. You Can never you know. see this is outside the ship now a little bit? Yeah. Did the fog of war lift for people? Yes. Okay, great. Yes. I need a. You're just getting some barnacles off the. <laughs> just some hole. So you step outside. Yeah. And uh, upon just kind of stepping out, you look behind the engines, and Darkstar, you at some point let him know that it's coming from the more, like the front half of the ship is where um, the issues lie. The issues lie at the front half of the ship. BP over. They always do. <laughs> Do you want to move forward up a little bit more? Yeah, I do. Okay, so there's this flat area. Is like here, okay? Can you see? Yeah. Okay, so there's a flat area on the side of the ship, and it's kind of the, it's not a wing, but it's like a, a jut out. And then as soon as you kind of crest this corner, you're looking for it. So you're able to, to kind of make it out. And sure enough, just as was mentioned, there are two of these leeches like stuck to the outside. And as soon as you kind of peek out, they pull off and they're like kind of wrapped up in the side of the ship and they like hiss at you. There's this like, like goo is kind of floating out of their mouth. Go ahead and roll for initiative. Holy. I didn't think these things were gonna respond. <laughs> Yo, PP, beat me in. I can get the others out there with you. Grody. <laughs> Beep boop, I found them. I'm going to fight them. I have found them. I love the friendship of you two. Hey, Beep boop, they're looking at me. Wait, this isn't fair. You guys are going to get experience <laughs> instead of us. I'll tell you about it, then you'll have vicarious experience. Ooh. Ooh. In which I will forget part of it. <laughs> so that you can have part of the experience. Nice. The track. That's it. I'm just gonna go to every storyteller in Absalom yeah. Station and just level up. The experience giver. Okay. What did okay. you get for initiative, sir? I got a 14. Dece. Better than six. So you kind of peek over, and as soon as you see one of them is going to uh, reach out, and he is going to like gargle this like spit in its mouth, and it is going to like spit this like goo at you. Oh, hopefully it doesn't melt his suit. Or natural. <laughs> he can one. breathe in space. Yeah, he's he an misses completely. He just like passes you. You're already kind of like waiting for it, so he's kind of like duck out of the way and now it's your turn all right true. Nice. let's see yes dang it how long does it what what amount of actions does it do is it a quick action for me to take out my weapon i'm gonna I say you already, already have it out, it out. Yeah. yeah yeah okay you're out it, there with I, a okay i want gun my weapon you. and my pistol okay Got it. i'm gonna swing if, if, if one of them gets near me i'm gonna <laughs> smack him right in the face um but since they're over there and I can see him from where I'm at, right? I'm mm -hmm. gonna just give him a little pew pew. <laughs> okay, give him a little pew pew. Shoot away. Pew pew. Is this to his EAC? Um, yes. Pew. Okay. 
Pew. Pew. Uh. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, I got a 15. The first that shot. That does hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Hey. Oh yeah. Three damage. Five. Okay. Three it, fire damage. Uh, it takes a you take a chunk out of it it definitely like rears back and it, like you see like pieces of flesh like float out into space and it looks like it's just like hanging by like half of i mean it's like you step on a worm you know and it's like half of it is just like kind of exploded out just looks looks weak um very good that's exactly what it sounds like uh this other one is going to go wait no uh, i have a second attack oh go ahead yeah, fire away. Uh, also, I want to be in photon mode. Hey. Nice free action. It starts glowing red. I'm photon <laughs> mode. Starting the glow. I'm photon mode, and uh, I take another <laughs> shot. Uh, <laughs> I got Charging a 16. Up. A 16 does hit. Nice. Roll for damage. Three more damage. And just like that. It just it pops and just kind of floats out into space. <laughs> nice. I cooked Achievement him. unlocked. Is that the one you were shooting, by the way? Was the one that was there? Yeah, the same one. The this? same one. Okay. I was I was double shooting one. Okay. I ain't stupid. Great. <laughs> Excellent. I ain't no dumb PP. I'm a smart PP. Uh, this one Wait. is now going to go. And again, he is going to, uh, he's going to take a, he's going to stay. No, he's going to move actually. He's gonna come right up in here. He's gonna slither over to you. Uh, does that proc an attack for you? Um, attack of opportunity? Don't think, uh -huh. think it's into threat range. I don't, I don't out think of or through. Oh, it's just out. Okay, yeah. it's not into range. No, it's um, no, no. Okay. Like walking up to somebody and swinging a sword. If that yeah. an attack of opportunity, that'd be stupid. <laughs> Sorry, I'm new. It's um, okay. No, it's I'm, going I'm to not <laughs> unless you have reach, then. It is. If it's like moving away from you, though, like yeah. if it's like, or moving towards another enemy or yeah. something like that. Or moving that away sense. or moving mm -hmm. through without engaging you yeah. in, in melee. Okay. Uh, then he is going to. Um, go in for a. Uh, Oh, okay. He's gonna try to suction onto your suit. He's just gonna like, oh shit, like try to grab onto you, um, and see if he can cl uh, attack you with his maw. Get that maw. Wow, natty me. nineteen. Uh, twenty-four. That that hits me. Okay. He gets in there in just one point of piercing damage. That is oh. his turn. Okay. You brush it off. <laughs> does that, does that, is that my stamina? Yes. Okay. Um, I, uh, I say, and then I push, I, I smack him. I smack him right with my mace. Okay. I kind of just, I kind of get him off and then I just, I'm swinging. I got a 17. That hits. Here we go. Seven damage. <laughs> on the side, on the side of the ship, you just squish it. 
I and it just it. floats away slowly. And I, at the beginning of this turn, I also amped up one more level on my photon. Perfect. Um, okay, you are on this side of the ship. Seems to be clear. I proceed. Do you want to just continue like walking around this way? Yeah. Onto the front of the ship, okay? Well, I actually, I, I, I buzz in and I say, I got two of them. Um, you know where the rest of them are? Are they still towards the front? They, beep boop. As far as you can tell, Darkstar, the uh, energy sources are still being sucked from the left side of the ship. Okay. Uh, but they are on the front front portion of the vessel, yes. Okay. I'm uh, I'm a patch into PP real quick. Hey. Hey, PP. Hey, great job. I'm noticing that there's less energy being sucked from our vessel. There should be uh, some more uh, bugs bogeys. on the other side, some more bogeys on the left side of the front part of the ship. If you are still hanging tight out there, you can probably take care of them too. But I can come switch you if you need to. Over. Nah, man. I mean, beep boop, beep boop. Uh, <laughs> nah, man. I'm having a blast. PP <laughs> <laughs> 11's Quest, episode six. It's it's just like an arcade game, like you play with the guns, you know? Uh-huh. It's, it's free entertainment out here. Been sitting on my butt for four days. I've been so bored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Blossom bones out there, PP. I'll see you soon. Did you know right, you so- can't dream while you ju- while you charge? It's <laughs> kind of thoughtful. Uh, you're having this conversation as you're walking around, uh, and uh, like one foot after another, you're like, "Is you know you can't dream?" You know, as you, <laughs> as when you're charging, <laughs> like like fully ninety degrees on the side of the ship. You soon pass in front of the. Uh, Windshield of the uh, vessel, and you can kind of wave in and see Dark Star sitting at the the computer. I'm in um, him. <laughs> a big metal <laughs> tux- robo butt. It's, robot. It's exposed. <laughs> robot. The robot. And soon <laughs> you are able to see uh, from the other side of the ship uh, two more. Um, of these leeches kind of sucking on and they notice you and they hear you kind of make your way around um, and they're going to roll initiative now in the order hmm what? I just said hmm oh okay hmm 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 okay keep that initiative order it is your turn Uh, I want to blast the one that is closest to me Okay, fire away. Fire at will. I'm a, du- I'm a double shoot. Okay, boom, boom. 15. That hits. Roll for damage. Cooking. Uh, two damage. Okay. This one is going to make his way over Again. to you. <laughs> Shooting... Shooting twice, sorry. Damn it. I. You're right. I'm sorry. 14. Go ahead. 14 hits. Do damage. <laughs> Do you have another shot? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one is going to make his way over. Their HP is five or six. Dead. And. He said, and I'm dead. Oh, no. Kills you right where you stand. <laughs> Shit. 
I counter, um, I counter spell. <laughs> it is going to get into your like, like right in front of you, like a, a decent range in front of you, and uh, kind of starts to spark weird, and then it like flashes. There's this like pulse arc that kind of like fuck? sparks off of it. And does it 16 hit your EAC? Barely. Yes. Damn. It does? Okay. Yes. Uh, you take two electrical damage. And your suit inside Wait. fizzles a little bit and says, Warning, power level 50%. Oh, Warning, oh and starts to no. blink red Gorsh. in your your suit. What was it at before that moment? 100. BB, BB, so come in. You can only take four points. BB, come in. What's going on out there? Mm-hmm. One, one zap me. But I think I can do it. No, it's not worth it. I think Dude, I got what it. If, what if he falls, he falls off the ship you. into the drift? But don't do anything rash. We're in the drift, remember? Uh-huh. And this one moves up here. Into the drift. Creeping closer Dude. to you. That is its turn. Your turn, PP. Okay, just say, let me show you something. Are you bumping photon mode fully? Are you I'm, just continuing? I'm, you're fully there now, right? I'm fully you've been yeah, yeah. Staying in combat this whole time. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I love this. Um, I want to take like a five foot step forward or something. Okay. So can I be in like range of the farther one, like 10 feet? Like, is there a way that uh, I can stand? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then I'm going to supernova. <gasps> and what does that do? When you're fully photon attuned, which is three points, uh, you can deal 1d6 fire damage plus another 1d6 fire damage for your level to all creatures 10 feet in front of you. Holy jeez. Creatures. So you're going to hit reflex. both of these guys. Yeah, reflex halves. Okay. Big Dammy. No. Sorry. Jumanji. What's the what's the save? Reflex. Well, I, I sorry. Uh, I got a 13 and a 9. It's a good question. I don't wonder what the Maybe I have a class one. Do you have a class DC? Oh, here we go. Saving throw is uh, DC plus half your level plus charisma mod. Oh, plus charisma mod. So at least one, because is it, is it round up or round down? Uh, usually it always adds one. Okay. Yeah. So 10 plus one uh, plus, plus two. charisma. Three plus two, 13. Thir- 13. So one yeah. actually. So one makes save. a save. Half damage and the other fails. What's the damage? I got nine damage. Holy. 
Yeah, what does that look like? I mean, what what kind of weapon is a supernova? Is it like a beam? Do you just like blast? No, it's like I have a spherical core at my center. And it just... And it starts getting brighter and brighter, and then it just does an explosion outward from my whole body. <laughs> and, like, you could maybe, like, vaguely see my black's, like, mechanical frame in it, but, like, the amount of light is just... <laughs> yeah. I'm also just and, sitting in, in the bridge, and the windows are up here, and I just see PP, like, standing underneath one of the windows, just... Yeah. <laughs> Darkstar is <laughs> sipping coffee. There's no sound in space, so it's just this bright light and oh, like a warning that elevator your, shield, music. your shields are like deflecting solar rays and it's just like, <laughs> you just can't see a thing. Sunglasses on and both leeches just are, they evaporate. They just, that was so they close. vaporize, sorry. That was so close. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Oh, damn, PP, I haven't seen you pull that one out since our uh, last trip to Yavin 4. I wasn't expecting to see that with, uh, today. All right. <laughs> uh, is the ship cool? The ship is cool. There's a little bit of smudging from the blast, but nothing that's perma-damage. Just a little bit of crisp. Little little heat. The ship is better for it. The ship is better for it. It's, it's seen some combat now. Character. Uh, at, at this, uh, Darkstar, you see the lights um, kind of flicker back um, on in the ship. Oh, beep beep. Uh, looks like after that, we're uh, all clear. You want to join me back at the bridge? Yeah, let me get out of here before on. the leech mother shows up. <laughs> Brood mother. <laughs> As you walk back to the airlock, the entire ship shifts course i'm just kidding you make it back oh in the <laughs> airlock just fine um just some pests really you took care of the problem but it was actually freaking close i was not expecting yeah. one person to go out there oh my gosh <laughs> we love it ronnie mm -hmm. so quickly said nah don't wake him up <laughs> that yeah. is ridiculous i can't believe it <laughs> okay he's like we got this i'm like does, okay. Is he gonna hear a point? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. PP eleven just single-handedly taking care of the ship. I just think about you all like next morning getting cereal or whatever, and you guys like you'll never be what happened last night. <laughs> Dude, guess what we just did last night? <laughs> Shots and rats. So funny. Nothing more, nothing less. Well, with the drift leeches successfully taken care of, um, we only have about a day's journeys left. Um, and as you guys kind of approach the more inter, like intergalaxy, like closer planets, closer range to Absalom Station, your connection gets a little bit better uh, to receive communications. And each one of you receives a message um, from our family members back home. From your family members back home. Uh, there is a family. statement that comes to each one of your inboxes, and they all they all read the same. Um, but trouble. it is a formal disciplinary action for each and every one of you. Um, and for you guys, you bums who've been running jobs, this is your actual actual first official complaint or official uh, formal. 
uh, statement of disciplinary action received from Edge Corp. And they warn in this very legal letter that failure to reach your, per- quote, failure to reach performance goals again will result in your termination. And you have all forfeited your bonuses for this this object, this mission. Does that mean we're not getting paid a period? No, we're just not getting our bonuses. You are not getting paid, period. What? That's what I figured. Mmm. Mmm. We ought to steal this ship. <laughs> well, uh, I guess Edge Corp's gonna lose their merch. <laughs> hey, uh, I think we did the right thing. But, uh, we've always gotta burn somebody, you know? That's what they're here for. PP11 says, I'm pissed! <laughs> Be poo! <laughs> <laughs> However, um, just a little bit of outside gameplay. You guys have officially taken the best route you can uh, in this AP, and therefore are going to be awarded some bonus XP for your that heads towards your level up. So, uh, cool. you have you have done a very good thing. Um, yes, chance. I just I'm wondering how Journey's taking this. She's obviously freaking pissed. But uh she like kinda uh <laughs> finishes like downs her like cup of joe. I imagine like we get these emails in the morning. She downs her like coffee in this like little cheapo probably edge core mug. And then she just like chucks it against the wall and it just shatters. She's like, Darkstar, does this normally happen on missions? Uh, Well, to be honest, Johnny, I can speak for myself, not for PP, but I've never had a disciplinary action taken against me. I've always gotten my money. But from what I've heard, Edge Corp doesn't take losses very well. So probably, yeah. Doesn't matter who's at fault here. Edge Corp's gonna blame it on those who they can. I mean, what's one gig's worth of pay for four people anyway, to them? But I guess they feel like they gotta make a statement. Jenny says, well, it's not about the money but I also don't take well to losses <laughs> oh shit and PP11 says beep boop oh <laughs> <laughs> whoa Miss Joni what are you uh, suggesting we do then huh I think I want to have a, a talk with uh, whoever's in charge of payment. Jan- when we Janus. get back to Absalom Station. Janus. Talk can accomplish many things, young one. Anger may not. She's like, I'm not angry. <laughs> I just need to talk to somebody. That's, I'm that's just it. disappointed. <laughs> if that I'm makes you happy. I'm just disappointed. 
speaking of, I, uh, I I didn't want to say something. Are we are we like back to Absalom Station, Zach? Not yet. Almost. I I just wanted to take some time to say something to all of you. That uh, you know, we've been on the road for about a week, right? And uh, I've had a lot of uh, I've had a lot of coworkers, crewmates, a lot of talented, talented people, but uh. Gotta say, you guys have some crazy skills. I like the way you melt heads, Dark Star. He nods. Ooh. And I hear, uh, and I like the way you bash in brains with your weird uh, magical spike thingy. Beep boop. Beep boop. Jody Lee tries to time it and say beep boop at the exact same time as PP11. Yeah. <laughs> right, beep boop, right, right. Beep boop. And, uh, while we might not see eye to eye, Ursan, scare the hell out of me when you run with that spear. <laughs> I do what is necessary when the path requires it. Well, I'm just saying, uh, I think we got a lot of, a lot of skills here. Might be bigger than Edge Corp. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just think we've got a lot of potential. And uh, I think if we uh, had some good uh, coordination, we could do a lot of cool things. A lot cooler than moving berries. And then she just grabs another cup of coffee and says, she drinks it, kind of holds it up. It's like, you can catch me in the the bridge, bangerang gang. And she walks off. (laughs) (laughs) Bangerang gang. Bangerangu gangu. Bangerangu gangu. Bangerangu gangu. (laughs) (laughs) Merch, you can get it. 10% 10% off if you're a patron. Just shirts that have a lot of high rises all over it, and it says in Japanese, Bangorangu Gangu. <laughs> <laughs> Available now. Just white t shirts. Oh my gosh. Any last, any last anythings? Um, I take. Person continues on as he has. I take one good solid poop. Do androids poop? I think so. No, we don't, but... Oh, gosh. It feels good to pretend. (laughs) He's just sitting on the toilet like a toddler, like interested in going to the bathroom, but can't go just yet. He's just sitting there. And at the end, he kind of just goes, "Ah, sometimes I wish I was a human. Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, for for an android, like, that is the most human experience that they cannot yeah. attain is using the bathroom. <laughs> to absorb nutrients and to expel them. Expel you waste. flush the toilet. Do you flush the toilet when you stand up and leave? Of course. Otherwise, it'd stink. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be weird not to. <laughs> if Darsar wants to, Joni is interested in some downtime to go over some other coordinated code word tactics for any future future encounters. <laughs> yeah, we'll come down can, to the list. Uh, yeah. Okay. She's got a lot of she's got a lot of cool ideas. 
and dark okay, name, so namely, namely, she's like, next time we go in, I I think you better stay in the back with that sniper rifle. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking of bringing you along with me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, what can I say? I spend uh, my days practicing no scopes at the range, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you should stick to looking down the scope. <laughs> After a few hours of you guys um, talking amongst yourselves, figuring out new code words, strategies, uh, maybe not one-handing a sniper rifle over the, uh, a corporate desk um, next time you go in, uh, we you see coming into view PP11. You're back in the pilot seat, um, and you can finally see the signs of the beautiful, odd-looking space station. Um, known as Absalom Station. Uh, it is a gigantic, huge city. It's a, it's a world, really, um, with several different parts, uh, some that are covered by a dome uh, in the middle that's got lots of vegetation growing out. Uh, this is a very familiar hub um, for, for really the packed worlds altogether. This is, this is uh, kind of zone zero for space travel. Um, Edge Corp's headquarters is located here, and you know um, that you can find uh, where you need to be checking in is the Blue Rise Tower um, on the more like middle tier of Absalom Station. Um, so as you guys pull in, uh, you know that uh, you have a designated sparking or sparking lot parking spot, <laughs> um, and that the corporate office where Terica works is actually just inside once you step off. So you'll. Uh, you all successfully uh, pull in. Uh, PP11, can I get a one last piloting check from a parking you? check? A little parking <laughs> check. Make sure you parking can dock check. okay. <laughs> Plus two. Four. Oh, no. Got a four. <laughs> oh, no. Holy. Um, you have... <laughs> You have uh, somebody standing there in an orange vest on the edge of your, uh, it's like a metal metal rack where you will be landing your, your vessel. And he's got two orange lightsabers. You know, he's just kind of feeding you in, feeding you in. Um, and you are unable to successfully gauge this vessel. I am, um, I'm it just is a distracted. So uh, you end up grinding the side of the vessel and you kind of land like angled. And uh, it's enough to where you can get out, but they're gonna need to get back in if you don't correct this and fix fix the actual parking job. Do you wanna try one more time or you wanna <laughs> just call it? Yeah, I'm gonna try one more time. Okay, give us a try. Uh, just just leave it, fuck Edgecore. 20. <laughs> Says it's fine, you back it up. There's some scratches. Uh, it's probably a little bit deeper. You, you know, you've piloted enough ships to know when you've damaged something and you just are kind of like, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's some gonna be some, that's gonna cost some money. <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay. Nothing that's going to damage the ship permanently that can't be fixed. So park, um, the airlocks free, uh, power is connected to the station, things flicker a little bit brighter um, and uh, you are able to all step off uh, into the beautiful hangar that ha of Edgecorp that has thousands of vessels your size and some much, much larger. And you can hear kind of the echoing of comms over, over the entire uh, stadium. People 
in different outfits from uh, mechanics to actual runners to contractors like yourself that are getting on and off vessels. And they're all seeming to head back into uh, that corporate office, whether they're coming or, or going from there. Terika, again, I think I said already, would be located in that, that main office at one of the cubicles there. I want to talk to Terika. All right. We should all probably check in. Is she? Is she? She's expecting yeah, okay. you all. Yeah, but she she doesn't pay us though, right? Uh, no, she would know who does though. Yeah, where's payroll? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that in mind, uh, we go head in and into a, uh, a very low ceilinged building, um, or a very low ceilinged room. Sorry, uh, that expands very far back with just a sea of cubicles that white nasty light kind of hangs overhead and just the sounds of ringing phones and uh typical office white noise kind of fill your ears most of you hate this sound um and Darkstar or pp11 would lead the way back to terica's desk as you've been there multiple times um to see her uh, you make your way through, and you jump in front of her desk to see uh, a human-sized Brineri. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, about five feet tall, uh, otter creature um, that is uh, finishing up a call. She sees all four of you walk up and just lights up. She's like keeping a tone on the phone and still smiling, but waves you down uh, and and quickly finishes up her call and says... Well, if it isn't the crew of the BD-514, how are you doing? It's so good to see you. And she gets up from out of her chair and she runs around to, uh, she pats Darkstar and um, PP-11 on the back as she kind of walks by, making her way towards Urson. And she says, Jody, so good to see you. I hope you're doing well. And just gives Urson, just like falls into his fur and just like, just kind of like covers her almost as he gives her a big fat hug. It is good to see you, Auntie Terica. <laughs> she said, "It's. Uh, I'm so glad you made it back. How did, um, how did the uh, the y- Yarrowberry job go? You guys were just on. Um, she like quickly goes back to her desk and like fumbles through some paperwork and says, uh, uh, Akiton. That's right. You were just on Akiton. How'd it go? Poorly. Shit the bed. Oh, what? What do you mean? What what happened? What went wrong? Was there something wrong with the shipment?" We delivered all of the berries to Ka Imports, but Ka Imports was gone and has been replaced by Ishitara, right? Ishikara holdings. holdings. Yeah. And they weren't, they were only going to buy the berries for half. So then, no, weren't they, or they, they were going to buy them for half. And we said no dice. And then they said no dice at all. And, and we, uh, they 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 drew on us. We drew on them. We fucking killed them, and then the the police came after us. And then police almost killed Urson, and then we ran away. It, it we we sold the berries somewhere in the market. We got some money. We paid back the guy like we we're supposed to, and now we're not getting paid. So yeah, we fucking shit the bed, Terika. <sighs> Fuck. Just rubs your eyes. Sorry. A couple people in the cubicles around just kind of look up at you. Go back to their work. Um, She rubs her eyes and her mouth kind of falls open, but she almost, it doesn't, 
It's weird. You guys are like nearly not. She doesn't look this surprised. Um, not in a greasy way, not in a like bad motive way, but in like this is just kind of the way things are way. And she just says like corporations are just expanding so fast. Um, by the time y'all went to Castrovale and dropped off the business, obviously another buyer had came in and bought out that local owned family business. There's just there's just no room for family businesses anymore. Wait, they not in the pack who, worlds at least. Someone bought out Pratt. No, uh, Castroville. From the time you went to Castroville to Akaton, somebody had bought out Kai Imports. Oh, oh, my bad. If um, I missed it, I'm sorry. I don't know about that, Terika. Seemed like there was something else going on under wraps. Yeah, can I do a sense motive on Terika? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that yeah. she's necessarily hiding something from us, but I don't know. Yeah, totally fine. Oh, damn it. Um, Gap, screaming three. She looks genuine. From Starting what you can tell, upset. she's just upset. Yeah. What did you so Darkstar? You just pretty much said you think something else is pretty funky. Yeah, going like, on. Like yeah. we we heard there was some extortion going on. Um, that maybe either Kai imports never existed in the first place, or they were done away with. Well, and we I for, sure for sure know that that the supposed owner of Kai imports or whoever was there was hella shady. Yeah, because we got off the hook because of who she was essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joni, Joni pulls out the little badge from Siski's badge. Siski's badge. Yeah. He kind of throws it up on the thing. Says, says, Terika, do you know who this is? <laughs> we just take a little present with you. You steal something from the owner there. Yeah, that's that's Siski. We go way back. Yeah, I think she got flatlined. What? Found this. Found this at Ka Imports. No record of her body anywhere. The people that we offed said that she went on vacation, visited some family. And then we found out from the ghost cops that they cur they currently were being investigated and guilty of extortion and what else was it, Darkstar? Crime. Just crime. Just crime in general, Johnny. Just crime in general. <laughs> so, For odds, odds are. Crime. Odds are, Kai Imports is gone. My thoughts is Siski six feet under. Good gods. I just can't be. There's there's no way. There's got to be some other explanation. I mean, I know that there's corporations out there doing dirty things underneath, but you really suspect murder or some other kind of foul play? Ever heard of the Golden Company? Is that, is that, Golden am League. I saying that right, Zach? Golden League. The Golden League? Um... I mean, yes, they, they, those crime runners that kind of do things outside of, you know, I, I assume, you know, they, they kind of run things outside of eyesight. From what I know, they don't touch anything much anymore. Not that I'm aware of. Well, they had their fingers all over Ishihara. They were imports. touching it. Sorry. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm just saying this whole thing, not our problem, not our fault. We did the best we could and I'm looking to find payroll because I'm looking for all of us to get our fair share. Money. Did they say that they were revoking your bonuses? She, yeah, flashes the, she just flashes her email. Oh God, no, this is, she like wheels back at her desk and she hands you a, a form. And on the form, it just is like this very corporate legal form that explains all the ways to get in touch with HR. And there's there's a call, there's a, a line. It's like a, our equivalent of like a 1-800 number to where you can yeah. get in touch with like, like employee services and you can like reach us there kind of thing. And she says, look, you can give them a call. I, I've never in my many years working here been able to find somebody that's been able to really help. If they say that they're revoking your bonuses, a lot of times it means no dice. Journey's just gonna Very rip well. the, the paperwork and just kind of storm off. I, I mean, she looks at the rest of you three and just says like, it's just a shame to see people her age having to work out here. I mean, this is kind of how it goes, you know? You know how this life is. It's a mess. Got some good news, though. Found you another gig. Mm. Don't know if you'd be interested. Well, if it's anything like that last one, I don't think any of us want to go through that again. But it's like every other gig that I've worked for these past five years. That's easy money. Let's hear it. You gotta, you gotta hear me out. It's a little bit different. Joni, are you out? Are you gone, gone? You're just out? She's just, running. she's just outside the door, like, just kind of sulking. Okay. Did she hear? Um, yeah, do you, no. you don't want to, you don't hear? Okay. That's okay. I mean, as, as a player, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys are going to fill me in. I'm, yeah, I'm just taking fine. leave for character reasons. And yeah, yeah. Terika says that's totally fine, but she's she would be part of this contract as well. Um, let's focus on on getting you all getting y'all what you need. Um, I found one that's it's it's actually pretty high paying. Um, she kind of gets down and starts tapping a little bit um, on her keyboard, and she says, "All right." Um, this came in not that long ago. In fact, um, it, uh, it's kind of dirty. It's not perfect, but um, I guess there's a drow here, um, and he's shipping some guns from Apostate uh, to a planet in near space not too far away from here, uh, but I guess it's the Gridiron Authority. The Gridiron Authority is trying to um, settle some world called Voxa not too, not too far from here. It's a couple of local miners there turning into more of a problem than they figured they would be. So um, it's a pretty simple job. You just go to Apostate. You got to meet with this uh, Sinjin, uh, his agent over there. Is this this guy we're working with named Taos Jarzid. Um, and he's at a place called uh, Lamashtu's Lair. And uh, you'll be able to pick up the cargo there. Once Wait, you get it. Lama Sorry, did you say Lamashtu's Lair? Yeah. Damn, okay. 
take it to the Gridiron Authority military outpost uh, on Voxa, and you just collect your payment. Oh, and uh, it's one of those no questions asked kind of deals. Um, so be it. This is player player chant. Lamashtu is the uh, Galarian, um, the deity of of monsters. I knew I'd heard that name somewhere. Yeah. 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 Mother of monsters. Anyways, that just sounds scary. <laughs> and she she says, um, "Are you familiar with the Gridiron Authority at all?" The Gridiron uh, Authority. <laughs> Would we be aware of the Gridiron Authority, Zach? The only Gridiron uh, Authority I know of is the referee. <laughs> she laughs big that time. Was a joke. <laughs> you guys are BFFs. Um, <laughs> so the Gridiron Authority, she says, it's it's this hobgoblin empire in near space. It's gotten pretty aggressive lately, and they're expanding into nearby worlds. Um, and they uh, they go into worlds that hobgoblins used to inhabit, and I uh, guess there's old hobgoblin ruins on those worlds. It's pretty fascinating, huh? I knew that. I mean, sounds, uh, <laughs> sounds a little bit dangerous, I'm not going to lie. If anything goes wrong, we could get strung up by our feet, if you know what I mean. I'm, you trust trust me trust me i know and i don't want to be sending in you uh, sending you all into anything dangerous but this is what's on the table and it pays well and i'm talking well this looks this makes your berry gig look look lame look look like pennies you should be set for a while and if we choose <clears throat> sorry my my uh my vocal modulator is messing up one second <laughs> oh. oh there we go um so and if we decide not to take the gig? I mean, you know how these things are. It might take a little bit of time for, for something else to come up, but you don't have to. Let me talk to my team. Money sounds good. But I don't think any of us want another near-death experience just to get back and get burned, if you know what I mean. Okay. She She quickly, like types up the job like goes up to like the document and prints out the job details and like sends it over to you um so now that you, you can kind of look over this with the group and pretty much what she's asking what they're asking first off you're gonna be running guns so that's like not that's not a typical job any of you have had before like running weaponry is like it's a whole different league like there's a question about like, oh, is this is this oh, legal? Dude, like, running, do dude. do That's we awesome. do we run guns? Like, are we allowed to run guns? Um, and then uh, it's pretty much you're gonna two be, hobgoblins, two hobgoblins. Oh my god! Mm. So you're gonna be taking crates of weapons, two hobgoblins, to deal with a local problem, like a local minor problem. So pays well. And you don't really know, you don't know what's going on, honestly. Like, you won't know what, if, if it's like, you really don't have a, like, a situation to, like, look into. You don't know anything about the planet, about the system. Um, and the idea that Hobgoblin's bad is still kind of, like, it's not necessarily, like, around anymore. But, I mean, so just get that out of your head kind of thing. It yeah. could be fine. Yeah, it you know? could be. I mean. It's like Vesk are bad. Yeah, yeah Vesk so bad. Like exactly. Like Vesk bad kind of thing. Um, and, uh, hmm. 
Ronnie, Darkstar, uh, you, again, she kind of brushed over it and you thought you caught something, but you read through the document again and your main point of contact uh, is a gentleman by the name of Lord Sinjin. Oh, shit. And it is it is written on the, the form. And she she hands you the, the form and says, you just let me know if you have any questions. I'm happy to answer anything for you. All right. Talk to my team. We'll get back to you. Of course. Go out the door. Uh, wave BB-11 nurse on to me. Find Joni. It's just skulking over in the corner. You see, yeah, you see Joni, and she's like on like a payphone. And when you guys come out, she's just like scream, like holding it out, like screaming into the phone. She's like, "Then you can press five to kiss my ass." <laughs> and then she just like, <laughs> like and takes out her katana and like slices at the the uh, payphone. And she's just fuming. That that is exactly what happens is what's super funny. Like if you pursued that, it was going to be a big press five, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I will take the job. I'm in. Alright. Let me fill you in, Johnny. We've got a gun running job on the table for us. Pays real well, real nice. Makes those barriers look like chump change, according to Terica. I don't know. I just feel kind of weird about this job. PP11 and Ursan are in. I don't want. I don't want to get cred struck eyes. You know what I mean. This this could be fishy business. And if this one goes south, not only are we terminated, but our lives could be too. There's just this weird air around this job. But you're in. I'm in. If you guys are going, count me in. But if this heads south, just remember what I said to you guys earlier. I think we got a lot of potential. Look, I can almost guarantee this is going to go south. So just be ready for whatever happens if we take this gig. And with that, uh, the camera kind of pans out as all four of our contractors sit on the deck and um, the intercoms are blaring all around on this this hangar um, as they contemplate accepting the job from Terica. And that is the end of episode six. (laughs) 